Tom Young is the National Livestock Manager for AFCO. It's all we've been talking about this week, really, uh, regenerative agriculture, country calendar, whether there's a premium for zero carbon meat and all that sort of stuff. Hey, Tom, I see that, and I don't want to throw another meat company in your face, but I see uh, Silverfern Farms is kind of going down that regenerative zero carbon track. What, what, what's AFCO doing in that space? Uh, good afternoon, Jamie. Well, what, what we're doing is we're, we're certainly looking at it, um, from our perspective, we're not pursuing it too heavily at this point in time. We think New Zealand farming, by and large, does a pretty good job of producing probably the lowest carbon output red meat in the world. That's I think that's been pretty well scientifically proven. And while we're keeping an eye on the markets, we don't see a huge amount of depth for this market at this point in time, and we have no problem shifting our clients' um, product as we speak. So, yeah, we're, we're sort of keeping one eye on it, but it's not driving us to distraction, put it that way. China is our biggest market now for red meat. Do they give a toss about zero carbon and regenerative farming? I, I expect not, no. Um, but what they are after is they are after quality red meat, and that's one of the reasons they buy from New Zealand. And I think what we've got to keep in the back of our mind is that the reason farmers are getting $9 a kilo for lamb and 6 for prime is we've got more depth to who we sell to. So China's come in, uh, made countries like the UK honest that used to uh, exploit our lamb crop and buy it as cheap as they could. Uh, the US used to exploit the opportunity to buy cheap grinder beef, uh, bulls or dairy cows. And so having these different countries or regions in the market and the demand for a quality product has lifted the whole game up for everyone. Do you expect much to come out of the free trade deal with the UK? And even better, if we could get one with the EU, which seems unlikely because it looks a bit sticky around uh, dairy and beef and, to a lesser extent, sheep meat. But is that going to be good for us? There's another iron in the fire. Well, I guess guess every other opportunity is a good opportunity. But... I can only speak for AFCO. Over time, we've seen our our um, well, our sales or our reliance on the UK probably reduce. So there are other markets out there that at times are paying better money. So I guess the days of the UK treating New Zealand as a sort of a far-flung colony where you could source um, some cheap meat or cheap butter from might be a wee bit over. So, you know, I guess, yeah, good to have the opportunity, but I'm not sure it's going to be a, a deal-breaker. Let's have a look at the, the season. By rights, at the end of June, it should be winding up, but it's not. No, no. So we, we're sort of getting there slowly. So in the North Island, um, we've sort of chewed up most of the manufacturing cows and the bulls. There's a, there's a bit of spare prime around, to be fair. Still a lot of prime around. Uh, the lamb, lamb space is still hard to get. Um, so the North Island's around six or 700,000 lambs behind the same time last year. That's due to processing space not being there all summer and all autumn. Um, we've got bobby calves starting now, so it's potentially going to put more pressure on available lamb space in two or three weeks. Uh, if you flip down to the South Island, they're in a bit of a better spot, so they're pretty tidy on both sheep and cattle. So there are a lot of dairy cows bought earlier in the season and they were put out grazing and sort of deferred. So they've pushed some of their kill away from themselves and they're, they're a bit tidier on the lamb too. They're a bit uh, further up the, um, up the volume numbers in the North Island. 
Now, Jeff and Justine Ross, who we've been talking about all week from uh, Lake Hawea Station, by their own admission, and they're very good at it, they're disruptors, and they certainly have disrupted some of rural New Zealand this week. You've been a bit of a disruptor in the meat market because about this time last year, I think you threw a $10 a kilogram contract out in the market. What do you got this year? Well, I've already got one on the South Island. Um, that peaks at, I think, at 960 from memory. So that was issued in May. Um, so that one's long gone, long done. And our loyal client base have signed up uh, lambs on that. So that's um, that's full. Um, and we're sort of, we're kicking one round now for the North Island. We've got to be a bit careful about it because while I would have liked to have gone earlier with a land contract, big concerns at the moment are processing power and all the bobby calves about to hit us. So it's not very smart if you put a contract out and you secure lambs and you don't have the capacity to process them. So we're just considering our options all at right. this point. Hey, Tom Young, good to catch up on the country as always. Appreciate your support as well. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jamie.